Hey guys, it's uh, Dave Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play podcast, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses. Here's a view of the blog site right now, and you should head over there if you haven't already. Just come down here on the left-hand side. You can sign up for my email list. You pick the topics that you're interested in, and I'll send you emails about those things. And I send out a weekly digest with a new video, but I also send out things um, almost every day, depending on what things you check off. Um, thoughts, ideas, uh, things I've seen in the news, etc., that uh, people really love to do. I know they love it because they don't unsubscribe. Anyway, um, let's get on to today's question. It's from Nathan. So his question is, what uh, my question would be, what is the best way you found to consistently have funding for deals? Nathan. And uh, here's, here's one of those videos that I know is going to make me really, really popular in a certain segment of my, my audience. But um, basically, there's three different sort of areas that we look at when we talk about having funding for deals. And this is either for buying businesses or doing local investing deals. But you gotta, you got to build these things into your life and make them a consistent part of your everyday thinking. So you may actually want to write these down, you know, and post them somewhere. So there's three categories. Number one is being able to have your own cash equity. So cash equity means that you can withdraw money from a savings account and uh, put it into a deal. So in order to have that ability, uh, you have to do a few things. Number one, uh, you have to live below your means, which means you decrease your debt every month and you increase your savings every month. And if a month goes by and your debt doesn't go down and your savings don't go up, then you're not living below your means. As simple as that, right? Um, and, and here's the funny thing, because if you're, you know, listening to people like Gordon Ramsay or, or any of the, like a lot of personal finance people, they'll be telling you to put everything against your debt because their goal is to help you try to be debt free. And if your goal is to buy a business, not necessarily be debt free, um, it actually does make sense to have savings while you reduce your debt. And here's why. Let's say you had $20,000 of credit card debt and you had $20,000 in the savings account. If you wanted to go to a bank to do a deal and they said, do you have any equity to put in? You could say, yes, I have $20,000 in the savings account. And they would look at that as an equity contribution cash put into a deal. Um, you know, those personal finance people might tell you to take the $20,000 from the savings account and pay off the credit card, which would leave you with no debt and no savings. So then if a month went by and you found an opportunity to invest in a business and you said, Ooh, I need to get my 20 grand back. And you took the 20 grand off the credit card to put into the deal. The banker would say, no, that's not equity. You're using debt. You're borrowing that money. Right. Even though the month before you had it in savings account. So if, you're, if your goal is to do some of these deals, then you need savings and you need to have a track record of accumulated savings with money going in every month in case they ever want to see where the money comes from. You can say, look, I saved it up. Even though you might have some balances on credit cards, for example. This is if they're reasonable balances and they're not, you're not hopelessly in debt, in which case I would be in the same camp as those other guys. Pay off your debt as fast as you can. So live below your means, decrease your debt every month, increase your savings every month. Don't buy dumb toys with your money. Um, you know, don't buy a new ATV four-wheeler because your friend has one until I live near the sticks. Um, don't buy a new flat screen TV. 
um, you can go on Craigslist and buy somebody else's flat screen TV when they can't make their Visa card payment and you can buy it a lot cheaper than if you buy a new one, okay? And toys are bought, should be bought when you have so much excess money that you can write a check for the sports car and it won't affect you in any way. But if you see most of the people driving sports cars, you know they're making payments on them, which means they're not focused on building personal net worth and doing deals to grow their financial power. They're interested in looking good in a sports car, right? Um, don't be afraid to say no to your friends. Uh, a lot of the times uh, we will spend too much money because we get caught up in social pressure. So you have to be willing to say no uh, to protect your position in your you know, path to moving towards your goals of buying a business or doing local investing, whatever it is. So let me give you a quick example. Um, this summer, I'm taking the kids on a train trip out to the Canadian Rockies. It's going to cost a lot of money. And if you've ever tried to stay in a hotel in the Canadian Rockies in the middle of the high season, uh, you know it's expensive. So there's actually one night where we booked one of the last available accommodations in Jasper, and we need to stay there that night because we're leaving by train the next morning, and I don't want to have a several-hour drive to the train station you know, in case something happens, right? I want to be in town. So it's actually costing $400 for that one night, which I would normally never be willing to pay, but this is a formative trip where, you know, the kids are going to remember it forever and I want to make it spectacular. It's going to be awesome. And it fits within my desired goals to create an amazing childhood for my kids. That's one of the things that, that is one of my priorities. And then, so I paid 400 bucks in advance to save a little bit of money on the road. And then I get a call from a friend who wants to go and meet me to watch the, the Toronto Raptors. They're in the championships. This is 2019 if you're watching in the future. Wants to go to the bar and get some beer and wings to go see the Raptors. And I've just spent all this money on a hotel room. So what do I say to him is I say, look, if we go to the bar, we're each gonna spend $50 on beer and wings. So instead, why don't you pick up a case of beer on your way to my house and I'll pull some wings out of the freezer. And the two of us will save all that money, right? So, but what happens to most people is they just go, yeah, it'll be fun to go out and have some wings and beer at the bar with my friends. And they just pull up out the credit card and you don't get ahead that way. So, and, and the interesting thing is that sometimes when you say no to people, you say, no, I can't do that because I've already spent money on other things. I'm being good with my money. They'll either react really positively to that and go, wow, that's, you know, it's great. I shouldn't spend the money either. Or you'll get a chilled reaction. And the reason you're getting a chilled reaction is because that they know that they should be acting the same way and they're not, and they're up to their eyeballs. That. Um, and then the last one here is don't do bad deals and lose your equity. Obviously, you can't get ahead if you lose money. And what's really um, unfortunate is sometimes you can, you can structure a deal to invest in a business or something. And if there's a downturn, um, the equity you put in can be lost, but the debt is still there. So that bad investment, not only do you lose your equity, but it becomes a, an anchor on your personal net worth um, because the debt might still be there. and uh, this is why it's so important to try and make sure you do the right deals. Don't be too excited to do a deal. You don't have to do any deal. You're looking for the right one, right? And then if everything is great and you make money and the cash is flowing, then you look for another one.
Okay. Um, so number two, uh, being able to raise equity investments. So this means you don't have enough cash to put into the deal, but you have friends who do have cash and they want to work with you because they respect you and they think that you're smart and they want to be a part of your projects. Okay. So in order to do this, um, you have to actually cultivate relationships with people who are doing a lot of the number one items, right? And these people are harder to spot because they're not the person in the sports car, right? These people don't spend money on toys. They're good with their money. They have savings, et cetera. And when you're doing a deal and you say, geez, I'm short 30 grand, you can go to one of these people and you can show them the deal and ask if they want to participate. Maybe they want to put something in or maybe you have to talk to a couple of them who want to put money into your deal. So you actually have to cultivate relationships with people who are following the rules in, in section one and they're living below their means and they're accumulating wealth. And, you know, these are the people you should be spending time with anyway, not the people who are blowing, you know, their credit card limits all the time. You want to surround yourself with people that are going to be reinforcing the ideas and attitudes that you're trying to cultivate in yourself in order to get yourself to move forward. And then section number three um, is being able to raise debt, which is, which, you know, to get money for a deal to buy a business, you're going to have equity, but you're going to have debt as well, maybe, if you can borrow from the bank. And so how are you going to be able to do that? Well, you need to pay your bills in time so you have a good credit rating, right? That goes without saying. Anytime you talk to a banker about a business deal, a business loan, they are just going to assume that you have good credit, right? And so if you don't have good credit, you need to fix the credit. You need to have a good credit score um, because... Bankers will, you know, they've learned over time in the history of the bank that people that can't manage money at home often can't manage money in their business, right? And so they look at your personal credit rating as a proxy for how well you're going to be responsible running the affairs of the business. So you need to have a good credit score. And then, the, you know, the second thing they're going to ask is, what are you putting into this, right? Which means go back to steps one and step two about actually having cash savings. So you need to save money, you need to have cash, you need to have it saved up, you need to control your personal spending, control your debt. That's how, getting back to Nathan's question, what is the best way you found to consistently have funding for deals? Transform yourself into a fiscally responsible person. And, uh, and with that, I'll say see you later. If you haven't already, you head over to David C. Barnett, sign up for my email list. And um, we'll see you later. It's summertime. Why don't you download some of the books that I have? It's a great way to pass the time on a warm sunny day. See you later.